Well, my grandmother taught me a lot of things. She taught me not to steal money out of her purse. I, I tell you guys, that woman was like Jack Benny. She could just pick it up and tell, you know, there's 50 bucks missing out of this thing. Still heavy enough to beat my ass with. She taught me not to smoke in the house when I was 10. And hey, give her credit, she also taught me how to blow some great smoke rings. But the biggest lesson, just like Forrest Gump ever taught me, was don't shake up the KFC bucket because you might piss off the hamster. I'll let you digest that for a moment. Because I know you're all asking me right now, how much did this woman drink? Lots. But there is an actual reason for that statement, and this is it. Back in those days, before uh, Walmart and stores like that, there were little five-and-dime stores called like Woolworths and Woolco's, and they sold everything, including small pets. They sold fish and parakeets and small rodents, including hamsters. And Grandma was in this place one day and for some reason decided, you know what would complete our lives? A hamster. Because we're not dysfunctional enough. So she bought this thing, and the thing is, they didn't really have containers or anything to put them in. They put them in whatever box or package they had, and they had a KFC bucket. And they bought this teddy bear hamster that my grandma named Bear, because, well, creativity's not a strong suit in my family. I'm a junior. It's like, why bother naming the kid something new? Throw a number or a prefix on the end of it. Let's call it a day. They got a special at Denny's. But they put this hamster in the bucket, and... She brought it home and brings it out into the playroom where I'm playing a video game. Doesn't say a word, just sits it down. And I go, damn it, I am starving, thank you. Uh, now, if you do this to a hamster, it does tend to piss it off. And let me also point out that while I was getting torn to pieces and ended up with five stitches, Grandma was just standing there watching my gene pool prove its worth. She didn't say a word, she just, you know, took a couple of puffs on her El Gigante. Just watched. But she brought it home and she bought what was called a habit trail, which is this old, big, plastic hamster cage, which was a little bit like Epcot. I think that's where Walt might have gotten the idea for it. And she took that and she set it on my dad's coffee table because I guess in between watching John Wayne and drinking beer, you drink enough of that stuff, a hamster is damn fine entertainment. Now, the thing I didn't know, and neither did my granddad about a hamster, is they're kind of weird animals. They'll take large pieces of food and shove it in their cheeks and move it around to other places. Well, I mentioned he didn't, you know, know this, and he drank a lot. So the hamster would take this cheese puff and take it from the bottom of the cage up into the top. And he called me in thinking I'm messing with him and threatening to beat my ass for this because I've got nothing better to do than to move this hamster's cheese puff around. So I went through this about twice, and then the third time we went in, we were arguing again, and then he watched the hamster come down, stuff it in his cheeks, and carry the thing upstairs. Now, my granddad knew when he was wrong, and he looked at me, and I was about to get the quintessential Norman Rockwell moment. you know. The, the turkey dinner, the sunrise, here, kid, have a lifesaver. Again, if there's anybody that can screw that up, that would be me.
Because instead of shutting up, and I was completely innocent when I asked this. I looked at him and said, is that why grandma's always running out of the bedroom with her cheeks puffed out running to the bathroom? Is she smuggling Cheetos? I couldn't walk the next day. Now, you might think, what else could a hamster do to you? There is a finale, but I think it'll be better than the one to the Matrix movies. See, my granddad decided for some reason that he loved these things, and he wanted to kind of breed them. So he bought another one, and next thing you know, we've got 20 of these things. Now, besides the fact that it's kind of weird to have a granddad that's a rodent pimp, the other thing, well... A couple of quick facts. Number one, like I said, my granddad was a bit of an alcoholic. He would drink a case of old Milwaukee if he wasn't working the next day, and then it was only half that. Two, a hamster is one of the greatest lockpicks and jailbreakers that have ever existed on this planet. And number three, apparently to an alcoholic, a herd of hamsters running across a hardwood floor sounds like a herd of buffalo. Now, there's a little fallacy I want to kill about life in the good old days. You always hear people say, well, you know, it's so much better in the good old days because you could sleep in your house and leave your door unlocked. That's a lie. The reason they left their door unlocked is because they needed to target practice. They slept with guns right by the bed. And Grandpa kept a double-barreled shotgun right next to the bed. So I'm awakened by the explosion. I run over to the parents' bedroom and gently open the door and reach in and turn on the light. Now, when I do this, I see my grandmother under the covers, nothing bad there, just looking like Kilroy was here. And my granddad standing there in a set of boxers and a white T-shirt, holding the shotgun that's only got one barrel discharge, aiming it at the floor. And now that I've turned the light on, he can see this charred area of floor, and sitting around it is 20 hamsters. He didn't even wing one. They're sitting there like they're visiting the Grand Canyon. Now, this is bad enough. But he's seeing it, and Granddad's got this look of, oh my God, I have completely screwed up. And he says, Mother... He knew I would be telling this story at Anthrocon, so I'm not breaking the rating. He didn't finish that. But what also happened is my grandmother looked at what happened and said, You dumb son of a bitch! Because she didn't care about the rating. Plus, she hated him. So... She took one of those big old Frontiers woman pillows, you know, that had like goose down and uh, bricks and mortar and twigs, and whacked him in the back of the leg with it. Now, everything else is kind of a blur because it all hits slow motion. But he dropped the gun, and the gun falls slowly and hits the edge of the bed and starts to bounce back up, which is when it shot and hit the dresser that rocked backwards and then hit the wall and rocked forwards which caused the 400 pound 19 inch rent to own TV that was on top of it to slowly move forwards and tumble 
right into the middle of that area and crash and splinter all over the place and still not wing one damn hamster. They're all looking at him like, good God, what is this man going to do next? So here's the scene. He is standing there looking as chagrined as a man could look. She is laying there, my grandmother, like she's going to kill him. And the hamsters all look like they're going to chime in a little too. Now, I knew that one day I would be a great spokesman. And I would be able to talk to people. And I would come up with the right thing to say at the right time. And I thought about it. And I looked at them both. And I said, good night. And walked out of the room. Because she slept with a revolver. And I didn't know if she was going to take care of the immediate problem or clean up the gene pool. <laughs>